Today on the No City on the Sideline Dad podcast, episode number five, six, we explore the living life with abundance, paying forward with my guest, Wally Carmichael from the podcast Men of Abundance, next on the podcast. Let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Hey, my name is also Joe Foley. And I'm a dad, and a parent, and a busy adult like you in this world. And I really want to say thank you. Yes, you, sitting across from me. Thank you for being here. And if it's your first time, welcome. I know this dad's stuff, parents' stuff. It's not easy, and our time's limited. So you take two to spend time. means a lot. The goal of this podcast is really to share my experience of being a dad and a parent and adult. Because, you know what? I really didn't have any guidance as a kid, so I'm trying to explore... And it's like a journey of discovery, really, and explore my journey about trying to figure this stuff out. I mean, I'm in my mid, most of my mid forties. I still don't know everything, so my interviews and guests and topics helps me figure out how to be a better person, a better dad. And I'd like to share that with you of my journey of discovery. Well, next up, my conversation with Wally Carmichael, the host of the Men of Abundance podcast. Wally's also an author, speaker, and coach. We talk about everything from being a dad, paying it forward, living a life with abundance, mindset. Those are three big, big topics. The other thing we talk about is how mastermind and a benefit of a coach can help with achieving your goals. The honest and transparent from Wally is inspiring, and it's a great opportunity to learn. Also, another great opportunity to learn is Wally's offering a 45-minute business breakthrough session with the business owners who would like to double, if you like to double your leads, conversion, and triple your revenue. I like that thing, triple your revenue. All he asks is you allow him to use your candid feedback results for the next his next book. Go check it out. The link will be in the show notes, but I'll also mention the, the web address. It's APM, APM is capitalized, masterycoach.com. So with further ado, let's jump into the interview. Welcome to the podcast, Wally. Man, it is my pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. I know from listening, listening to your podcast and stuff like that, I know you have two sons. Um, it's two sons, right? Correct? It's three. Three, three sons. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard about the, <laughs> I heard about you had sons. What is one memorable moment you have with your sons? I know as a dad, it's always, it's always fun things to do with your sons. The most memorable moment that we have together has always been anytime we go out camping and when we all lived out here in Hawaii. Uh, we'll get more into my story and where they're at right now. But um, going camping out here at Bellows uh, Beach out here in Hawaii, we just love hanging out, camping for the weekend or sometimes for a week, uh, going bodyboarding during the day and at night just, you know, doing our regular camping stuff and just telling stories and and uh, going out in, in the woods and shooting um, slingshots at each other and <laughs> Uh, other things that we probably shouldn't be doing, but uh, we push the envelope a little bit and really challenge ourselves. Well, what if, um, if somebody wanted to know who Wally, Wally Carmichael is, what is your story? Oh, my story is quite extensive, man. Um, 
grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood. I grew up in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Southwest Phoenix. And if you guess, if you guys have ever listened to or ever watched a movie called uh, Spare Parts with George Lopez, I highly recommend it. Otherwise, if you haven't seen it already, but it's about a uh, some high school kids who take on MIT for a robotics competition. Well, they take on a competition. MIT was also part of the competition, and all they literally had was spare parts because they're from a predominantly Hispanic school uh, in a pretty rough neighborhood in Phoenix, Arizona, and they didn't have much funding. So they literally brought together spare parts. And George was reluctantly the teacher or the, the director of this group of kids who were going for this competition. That's the high school I graduated from, Carl Hayden High School. As a uh, white boy with long blonde hair, <laughs> I was minority in that school, but I wouldn't change a thing. But I was it was a bad environment, and I knew I didn't want to stay in that environment my entire life. So I joined the military at the age of 20 after dropping out of college because I ran out of money for college and did 25 years as an Army medic, traveled to 23 countries on five continents, met some amazing people and some not so amazing people. And I can say the same thing about the places I visited. But along the way, um, I just was blessed with so much abundance and so many connections, so many friendships, so much camaraderie. And the whole time I was chasing after this six and seven figure income, always doing some sort of a side business. And then finally, I had this realization one day when I'm sitting on the beach in front of my house out here in Hawaii and realized my, my wife always asking me, what the heck are you chasing? You know, because I was always working, always trying to do some sort of hustle, doing something, some way to make that extra money and quite frankly, get to that six and seven figure income. And I realized I'm at the six figure income level and I've got amazing boys, three amazing boys. I've got an amazing wife. I live an amazing life. I live in an amazing place where people vacation and many don't get a chance to. And then I just made the realization that I am in fact living a life of abundance. Uh, and that's where the whole men of abundance project came from was from the idea of writing a book creating an audience to um, have an opportunity to talk to other people living a life of abundance, mostly men, but I also talk to women and uh, to collect stories for a book, living your life of abundance. And that's one of my big projects that I'm working on right now. It's, it's interesting. As I was look, looking over your website and stuff and something stood out to me and, and I, there was a quote on there is um, your past does not define your future. What does that mean to you? Oh, just that. I mean, my past is, pretty grim. I mean, I've, um, some of my buddies that I went to school with and I grew up with or not even went to school with just kids I hang around with in the neighborhood. Um, some of them are in orange jumpsuits, uh, in prison right now. Some of them are not alive anymore. However, some of them are doing great things with their lives as well. But, um, you know, if you look at so many people, some of the people that I talked to on my podcast on Men of Abundance, for instance, uh, Christian Picciolini, who's a former uh, skinhead and Aryan, um, and a white supremacist. He was recruited by the guy who started the movement in the United States. And now he's got a program called Life After Hate. And what he does is he helps people get out of the movement. But if you look at somebody like that and you say, this guy, has, this is his background, or this guy was in prison, like in the United States, it's a terrible thing when people get out of prison, they serve their time and they can't find jobs. They're still being judged on their past. And their past is not who they are today. That's part of who they are because that's, they became the person that they are today. But that's not who you are. And you have to take that personally as well. If you grew up a certain way and you grew up poor, or you grew up wealthy or you grew up whatever, 
that's not who you who you were back then is not who you are today, hopefully, mm-hmm. because hopefully you're growing a little bit. But too many people get stuck in the idea that this is who I am. This is who my family is. This is who I'm always going to be. It's funny you bring that up because of the time that we're having this conversation just on my pay it forward Aloha Friday. I just posted an episode called I am what I am and that's all what I am. Like Papa used to say. And I thought, what a limiting belief to have of yourself in such a way. And you are not that. You don't have to always be that. If you want to enhance your life and you want to enhance your mindset, you can do it. You just got to get out of the past. The people you talk to, some of that is that people, some people get into ruts, like guys can get into ruts or just be complacent because, you know, the, the, the grind of everyday life and they just forget about trying to improve themselves and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally just had this conversation this morning with another guest that I have coming on in a couple of months. And it was exactly that conversation that um, he is so forward thinking and he's always trying to reinvent himself. And I'm the same way, but I still find myself getting pulled back into the normalcy of everyday life, you know, get a, you know, working at the job and, and just get, you know, kind of going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, watching the game type of thing, which I don't really get into, but you still, even though we all want to move forward or many of us, and I'm assuming many of the folks that you're, your listeners want to move forward and become better dads and become better um, husbands, better parents, um, better at whatever it is that they do. They still find themselves coming back in that rut. That's why it's so important to continue listening to shows like yours to continue to move forward and to get into some sort of a mastermind and get around other forward thinkers and, and people that are moving forward so that they can recognize that and say, Hey, come on back, dude. Let's, let's, let's keep moving forward. Don't, you don't want to go backwards. What is um, like masterminds? How does that benefit you? I was just curious. What would be benefit of a mastermind? Oh my goodness. I can't, if you're not in a mastermind, you're really missing out. Um, if you're in a good mastermind, a group of men or women or whoever it is that you're associating with, find a mastermind that you can resonate with. But if you're in a really good one, it's people that get to know you. You get to know them, you add value to the group, and they add value to your life as well. And good men, strong men, will call you out on your BS. They're going to call you out and say, hey, look, you know, you're, you, you don't even realize that your son is doing this, this, and this because you're blinded by it. I want to point out some things. Your son is amazing and doing this, this, and this, or your son is really screwing up at this point, or you are screwing up. Something like, you know, I, you're talking about I'm hiring the secretary for a new position and you're talking about why you're hiring that particular individual. That's not the right reason to be doing that thing. You know, I'm just going through many different scenarios, but just many things in life from your health, your relationships, your finances, all of this stuff. They're all at different places in their life. And a good, a great mastermind um, really helps each other out. I'm in three masterminds right now. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. One thing I'd be interested too, and also calling out your BS in the mastermind, but what if they call it the person's positive things that sometimes people don't like us men, like, well, like or women, doesn't matter which, which, um, which one you are, but sometimes we just don't see it. Yeah. Very good point. Absolutely. And that's the benefit of a coach. And we kind of talked about that pre-show, the benefit of a coach and being in these masterminds is the same thing is that others see in you what you don't see in yourself. Uh, sometimes we have this thing referred to as a curse of knowledge. I know things that I just take for granted and I just don't realize that other people don't know some of the stuff that I know and it goes both ways. So when somebody comes up and says, Hey, you know what? 
I greatly appreciate you saying that. I, you know, I dig what you're doing. Um, you know, you have this skill that I don't even think you realize that you have the skill at influencing people type of thing. It's like, wow, really? I, I hadn't really paid much attention to that. What do you think I should, you know, is it, what do you think I should do with that? How can I hone that skill type of thing? And then they'll have connections. That's the other thing. It's just the connections of connecting people to um, others. Well, you think of it. Me and you both have this part. Well, you have a podcast. I have a podcast. And the, the, the medium of this is around, it reaches around the world. You don't realize how much influence you have. Because we sometimes, I mean, for myself, I'm sitting there with a computer, with a microphone, and I, I live in um, New Hampshire, and I don't realize the, or you don't, you know, I don't realize it, but we don't realize the reach we have. Well, that's a very good point, and I do actually realize that. In that, I every once in a while, about a couple times a month, I'll go in and see how many downloads I'm getting in various parts of the world, various parts of the United States. And um, on my software, I have the stats where I can see where people are listening, where the downloads are coming from. And right now, last I checked anyway, it was a couple of weeks, but uh, Men of Abundance is being downloaded in 63 countries. I mean, there's people downloading my podcast in China, in in countries in Sri Lanka, in in, in uh, Dubai. Uh, it's 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 crazy it blows my mind to think that there's actually people in pakistan listening to these conversations that i'm having with these men and women and and getting feedback from it people i get i must get 20 new facebook messages a day just on people you know sometimes just the prince in saudi trying to give me you know he's got some money for me if i just give him my bank account information but um <laughs> I mean, but, but some of them quite frankly are men reaching out looking for connections they're reaching out looking for they're not looking for a handout they're looking for a conversation some of them want to learn to speak english better so they want to have that conversation some of them want to learn one guy um this in in a small little town in africa wants to start a coffee shop so i connected him with some folks that i know that do some angel investing in that area and i may be able to help him out i can't help everybody out but i can make a connection with somebody who possibly can I was wondering, since you have your three sons, have any of your three sons had interest of podcasts on like oh? Probably my youngest, my eight-year-old. <laughs> He's always coming over when I'm on the mic and he wants to come over and say something in the mic. And he does, he likes to do his own YouTube videos and stuff. So I'm getting him into that as well. It's always fun as, as a dad. I know my four-year-old son grabs my mic too and he goes, he starts doing his own little podcast too. And it's funny. Always a good time. But it's one thing I was interested to actually two things. First, I'm going to start off with gratitude. Some you always talk about in your podcast, and, and, and I've heard it before. What does that mean to you? Well, I start every single morning with gratitude. First thing I do when I open my eyes is somebody's name just pops into my head. Tomorrow morning, it might be you. And I'll just in my mind say, you know, you know what? I really thank Joe. Um, he's doing amazing things. He's getting his message out there, lifting up other people, trying to make people better dads. Uh, you know, and it'll just be a real quick thought. Um, and just to show how I can evolve as well and that I'm not stuck in my own ways. The conversation that I had this morning, uh, with a gentleman who has been writing a letter, a thank you letter every single day for the last, I think he said the last three years. Oh, wow. And he writes that letter and he gives it to somebody. And he'll write the letter for a teacher that he had or, or somebody that served him at the restaurant or the manager of the restaurant or just anybody in general. Every single day he writes a letter. And I like that because it's putting a little bit more action to um, the, the gratitude. What I do is I also, when I wake up and I get, you know, one of the first things I do as I get up is I read um, out of a book. I'm reading right now uh, God's Wisdom for Navigating Life. I read a page every day. 
then I write in my journal. And the first thing I do in my journal is I write down what I'm grateful for. And it is just transforming. It's truly transforming. It starts the day out right. And it just makes me feel better throughout the day. When I don't do that, I can definitely feel the difference. Is it as your dad yourself? Um, if we, you know how sometimes things can be hard. You ever had those moments? Uh, me like, oh man, I can't believe I did that kind of dad stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, just anything from disciplining to not sticking up for him at school or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a it's a learning progress, you know, process. Yeah, it can be it can be challenging actually. You know, I like you yell at your kids like, oh man, I, I know I was wrong, but. You know, sometimes your emotion gets the better of yourself and you have to go and apologize. Um, another thing, too, is um, I was really interested in this. Like I said, gratitude was the first one. And you always start a kick in the gut moment. What, what is how that evolved and what is yours? Well, a kick in the gut moment is just an event that happens to all of us. And sometimes it happens to all of us multiple times throughout our lives. And they will never stop. It's just part of life. Uh, ultimately, it's what you do with that kick in the gut moment that determines what your next steps are, where you're going to be at, you know, three to five years. And some people, quite frankly, define themselves by that kick in the gut moment and turn their mess into their message. As far as what my kick in the gut moment is, my biggest, biggest kick in the gut moment is when I betrayed my wife and then had to have that conversation with her. Well, I don't want to get into too much of it, but just uh, understand I was young, uh, traveling a lot. And um I was tempted and temptation got the best of me. Another thing too, is your podcast. I'm like, we talked a little bit before about the man of abundance and um, I think you're up a hundred, hundred over a hundred episodes, 160, uh, 170 at this point, 170. Um, how long ago have you been doing? How long have you been doing this? Been about a year and a half. How did like man of abundance, how did you come up with that title though? So the title came up because originally when I first started thinking about me living my life of abundance, at that same time that I made that realization, so much more started coming into my life and so many more connections and amazing relationships. And so one of the guys I got introduced to, Patrick Snow, uh, he is a, an author and he helps people write, their, write a book and or, you know, become public speakers and stuff like this. And I was invited to this event where he was speaking. And afterwards, I had a conversation with him, and I ended up hiring him as a coach to help me write my book. Well, as I started, and I came up with the title of the book with him and some other guys, Living Your Life of Abundance. And I was going to take a different twist on it from anything else that you've seen out there. But then as I started writing the book, I realized I have many examples of how we have abundance in our life, but they all seem to be my examples. So I decided to build this uh, you know, build it and they will come. I decided to create an audience so that I could have a conversation with other people, other men. Uh, and I decided I wanted to work with men. I wanted to have this conversation with men. I wanted to ha talk to men. So I, through masterminds and through coaching, I came up with the name Man of Abundance. So you do coaching and um, coaching and mentoring. Is that something you do? Yeah. So that's something that came about as the uh, as along this journey of podcasting as my story started getting out there my voice started getting out there people started finding me on on you know they google my name i take up the first three pages of google and people started contacting me and asking me asking me if i would coach them in living a life of abundance or mentor them or assist them in any way even one one lady one spouse con called me or she sent me a message and she said i want you to help my i want you to coach my husband in living a life of abundance and i was like wow you know i truly truly am humbled and i appreciate that but one, he's got to want it himself. 
So have him listen to the show and see if he resonates with me because he's got to resonate with me. And two, these people are asking me to do this and I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to set up a program. I didn't know if it was going to be a one size fits all, which I pretty much knew that wasn't the case. So what I ended up doing was hiring a coach to teach me how to set up a coaching business and have these conversations with men. And that's what I'm doing now. Interesting. Interesting. How's that experience been for you though? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I've already had a, had a two guys in a small group uh, that I ran through kind of a, I guess a pilot version of some of the conversations we'd have and how I could interact with them. And they just absolutely loved it. They, they it blew them away. So it blew me away. It blew them away, quite frankly. Uh, you know, cause like I said, I, the curse of knowledge, I, you know, sometimes we don't realize what we have to offer the world. And, um, these guys really opened my eyes to, uh, what I did for them. And therefore I'm going to do for many other men here over the next several years. Well, it's interesting since we're having this conversation about mentoring and um, coaching, what if, you know, some guys like, you know, they have a great idea or uh, they're just, you know, they really want to do something and just don't step, like take the next step because they're out of fear. What would you say to them? Well, my first question, I always ask questions. And my first question would be, what is the fear? Mm -hmm. So some of the answers I get back on that, because I've had these conversations is, well, some of the common fears is, well, I'm going to fail. Okay, you are. There's going to be failures along the way. You're going to learn as you go. And part of the learning process is to uh, have those kick in the gut moments and, and fail. Now, you can, you can shorten that learning curve by hiring somebody who's doing what you want to do uh, and teaches you, teaches how to do what you want to do. Um, you can get into mastermind groups and stuff like this. Another common one is, well, what if I start this and I start sharing my ideas and stuff with certain people are on, on social media. Cause you got to get some advertising out there eventually. Right. And then people that I grew up with start thinking, you know, what the hell is this guy doing? Why is he, you know, he can't do that. Yeah. I assure them that's going to happen. Those people are going to talk even behind your back if they don't say it to your face or they don't post it, you know, share it on your post or whatever. Um, just understand that they're where they are and you're where you are, but you know where you want to be. So you got to think about the people that you can help. And then lastly, I'll, I'll, if they ask for my suggestion, because I don't give unsolicited advice, if they ask, I'll say, look, there's people out there looking for what you have to offer, whether it's a product or service or whatever it is. And you are doing a huge disservice by not allowing them to have that. Build what you want to build and just start taking small little baby steps. And it's those little baby steps that are going to give you the confidence. It's not the other way around. You don't get confidence and you don't get motivation by sitting on your couch thinking about doing something. It's when you take action and you realize it's not as bad as you thought it would be that you start growing. Think about this. You're standing on a, every little kid, many little kids, maybe if you haven't, but they, they got out, they had the nerve to get, climb up on the high dive at the pool. And they get up there and they think, I can do that. I can do that until they get up on that high dive. And then they're like, oh my goodness, this is a long ways up. You have two choices. You can either jump off or you can go back down the ladder. But here's the thing. Those that jumped off, they realized they didn't die. They realized it wasn't as bad as they thought it would be. They actually realized it was kind of fun and exhilarating. Then you can't stop them from going over and over and over again on that high dive. It's the same thing. It's just like that. It's, 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 a, it's a common thing. I'm like a lot of people like, like get stuck in that one place. Like they're afraid of um, failure. I mean, I can, I can admit to that. I started um, this podcast two years ago, and I did one episode. It took me another whole two years to do the number two. 
I got stuck in that fear. And I can understand. It's one of the reasons why I asked that question. And I can relate to that question, actually, too, a little bit. The cue for fear is action. Definitely, definitely. Stepping on, taking action. And then I realized, what the hell was I scared about? Um, the next thing I was like wondering, I know you have a, a community. Is that a Facebook community also? Yeah, I have a Facebook community, the Men of Abundance community. It's a closed group just for men. How was that interaction? Well, quite frankly, right now, the interaction isn't where I would like for it to be. But again, it's one of those things that's a, that's a work in progress. Same thing my coach said. You're going to start this. You're going to put live videos in there every day. You're going to you know, put so many uh, conversations in there, post certain things, and eventually people will open up. And that's where we're at right now. Oh, um, may I ask how many men are in there? I was curious. It's just over 300, actually. Um, yeah, it's it's working on I think 320 something like that. That's that's, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good group, actually. Mm-hmm. There's other groups that I wouldn't say names, but they're over three thousand, um, seven thousand sheep podcast groups. But um, and they know. That- well, I know a couple that are into you know thirty thousand, forty thousand. Yeah. But starting off, that I means even 320 is not a bad group either. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, quite frankly, um, the size of the group doesn't make as much of a difference to me. The guys that are interacting are the ones that I want to interact with. And everybody else, quite frankly, I've had a lot of experiences with various groups. And some guys get caught up on the whole, well, there's 3,000 people in here, but only, you know, 100 are, are, are communicating. And like for my group, there's only 300 and maybe maybe 15 of us are in there posting stuff and having conversations and stuff like that. Um, Others are, are watching. They're getting something out of it. Some people don't like to communicate on on uh, social media. They just like to be spectators. It's not to say they're not getting something from it because I'm sure they are. In fact, I know they are. It's like, yeah, I definitely, to some groups, I'm just a lurker. I'm looking around, mm-hmm. taking in information and not responding, but I am there. Though I'm in those groups. Um, All right. Final thoughts. I need to wrap up. Final thoughts with um, where they can find you. Any thoughts, final thoughts of being a dad and anything like that? Well, as far as where they can find me, menofabundance.com. Everything's there. All my social media links are up there on the left-hand page. Um, also, you can go to the uh, members only, which is where guys can get connected and get into the Men of Abundance Facebook community on Facebook. Um, as far as being a dad, look, don't act like, never be the dad that, that acts like you know everything, especially to your kids, especially to your kids. Let them know, look, I don't know everything. We're going to figure this out together. Your kids are going to come to you with multiple problems. And the worst thing you can do is act like you know what the answer is. Sometimes it's great to say, even if you do think you know what the answer is, sometimes it's great to sit down with them and say, you know what? I don't know. Let's figure this out together. Let's go Let's go talk to, you know, Dad, what's it like to be a fireman? I don't know. Never been a fireman. Let's go talk to a couple. Let's go down to the local fire station, have a conversation with some, uh, with some firemen and some uh, paramedics and some police officers or let's go talk to a couple podcasters and, you know, see how they got started and what they're talking about and how they set their stuff up. Make it a, make it a whole learning experience. I think that's the best thing you can do personally uh, with your kids is to learn with them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, Wally, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. All the links will be in the show notes. And um, I want to really say thank you for being a guest today. Man, it's my pleasure. It really is. And guys, if you are not, if you're listening to to this show right now for the very first time, no sitting on the sideline, dad, and you haven't subscribed yet, get subscribed because that way you're going to get this information. It's going to come right in. You're not going to forget about it. It's going to be right there in your face and you're going to get a chance to listen to these conversations and, and learn a little bit from each and every one of them. And I just thank you for what you're doing. It's amazing stuff, Joe. Thank you. Wally. While it's long, I have this episode, I want to thank you for being here. I also want to thank Wally Carmack for being a guest on the podcast. 
You can find more about him and his podcast and all the stuff he offers or men at menofabundance.com. You can find all the links in the show notes for this episode over at nosittingonthesideline.com slash five six. Please comment on the podcast. All comments help improve the podcast. And just want to say hello, continue the conversation, bring a new topic up, maybe something you're interested in. And if you have a second, I would really appreciate it. If you have a second, check out this new cool tea public store for the podcast. Me and my, my podcast. Me and my son picked a few shirts, put them in the store, and, and um, hopefully something that you might find interesting and, and buy and me purchase and help support the show. Like for the, because keeping costs for like um, hosting costs and stuff like that. So I'm going to try it out and see how it works out. And we find some interesting Christmas is right around the corner. Also, you can find all my contact information at nosittingonthesideline.com slash contact. Well, until next time, take care. God bless. Give your kids a hug. Tell them how much you love them. Take a minute. Just breathe. Life's short. Time's short. Until next time, take care. God bless. See ya. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media.